There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday morning, and you are watching or listening to Mizzy Bender this fine Thursday morning. Uh, I don't know if it's nice out or terrible outside. It seems like a little bit chilly, but then there's also like this weird warmth that's going on. So for my sake, I'm hoping that the weather uh, continues to be okay today because I have to walk to get my hair cut. So fingers crossed that that's what's going on today. Um, so how is everybody? Just get a little bit adjusted into the show. We were just chit-chatting on Tuesday. Not really much has happened for me personally since then. Um, what What is really going on? I've been working on the July giveaway, which is the 75-day challenge. So I've been slowly gathering all of the components to build the program. So on Tuesday of this coming week, I will be sharing out what all these different things are that I've been doing. So I guess that's really it. And then the biggest thing is, is that all of our crew comes to town tomorrow and I'm super excited about that. Uh, I can't wait just to have like a chill moment with everybody and just like be like relaxed, even though it's gonna be a little bit hectic and nutty because it's graduation and Father's Day and we're pretty much hosting both. It's gonna be kind of crazy, but that's what we're made for, right? So it's gonna be fantastic. To today's discussion point. Somebody had reached out to me and uh, sent me this notice about being in the lifestyle. And I said, you know what? Let me take a peek at this. Let me bring it up. I have to open up my, my Facebook here. So somebody had reached out to me uh, just last week or maybe earlier this week with this entire question. And the question is, statement question, it's a little bit long, so bear with me. I was wondering if you did a podcast or a video that talks about how to stop being jealous in the lifestyle or if you could do one. My boyfriend and I have been together almost a year and we love this lifestyle, but as our feelings have really grown stronger for one another, I find myself starting to get really jealous of the other girls he plays with. And I know in my heart that my goal is for both of us to be freely ourselves and do whatever we want without having any negative feelings. Would you be able to point me in the right direction? If you have done a topic or if you haven't done this topic, I'd really appreciate if you could do this topic. Now, this is the thing that comes up in the lifestyle all the time about being jealous and, you know, feelings and all these different things, right? And, you know, I have I have a different perspective on it, so I thought it would be really important to open up to the group and get their opinions, right? The more brains, the more pers the more perspectives, the more outside thoughts that we have to really be able to share uh, with somebody and help them along, I think is the best way to do it, right? Because I don't know the answers to everything, and certainly all of my answers are my personal perspective and opinions based upon what I've gone through in life. So. And of course, there are others that have been in the lifestyle for so much longer than I have that they have a lot more examples to use. And, you know, I kind of have bigger outside view examples, which is helpful, but to be able to have the mindset with you guys is great too. So as you're listening to this discussion, if there's something that you think is important to add, please put it into the comments. I also want to make note that if you're in a private group and you're watching this live, uh, know that this is a public recording, so if you have, happen to comment in the in the private group, I won't see it. The only time I'll see your comment is if you comment on Mizzy's Bender, Mizzy Bender's page uh, in the comments thread there, and then we'll be able to actively conversate. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning, Diego. So Matthew says the weight poll got some okay replies, but seems have gotten forgotten about it since it was posted. I have to agree with you on there. And so what I'm going to do is after these next, like 
I only need about 24 more hours to put together all the components for this next activity that we're gonna do together. Um, once that's finished, I'm going to relaunch it within the group with all of the information and then also launch it publicly on my public Facebook page and website and all that other stuff. Um, it's gonna be a much more mainstream program than just privately uh, in the group itself. So more information will come on that, but I do agree on that 100%. So with that being said, and, and exactly, so, oh, so Matthew's saying, oh, sorry, I see this is the jealousy topic today. That's totally okay. I was just going through some different things, gathering some information and sharing out with you on kind of like where I was at with things. So now, you know, anytime somebody asks me about jealousy, this is what I say to them. So of course we all are jealous at one time or another, right? However, there's specific, specific reasons why we feel jealous, why we feel insecure, why we're having these emotions. You know, me personally, I don't actually think that it's the particular act that's happening at that very moment. I think that it is like a foundational issue, that is something that's been bothering you that maybe you haven't brought to the forefront that you really should be discussing. You know, some of the simple things that I've used, and now this is not a real example, but it semi is. Uh, so Holly, Holly gets her nails done, right? And she's she lives in one state and I live in another state. Now Holly can go into the nail salon and she can get like these crazy nails. I mean, fucking beautifully designed, you know, gems, hand painted almost on every single nail. Like, you know, for the same amount of money that I get my toes painted here in New York. And that shit pisses me off. And for the longest time, I'm like, oh my God, girl, your nails are so fucking great, right? I quickly learned that I really don't actually like all of that stuff on my nails. I really just like the sleek, basic colors uh, because I ended up to fix my jealousy issue of her nails. I then ended up, I'm like, why am I so like jealous of her nails? That's so ridiculous. Well, it, the reason why I was jealous of her nails is because, you know, it's something that I really loved. I wouldn't spend the money to go and do it myself. So there was like this weird envious kind of thing. Now, I don't really care about the nails, but this is the closest thing that I can say where it would make sense on like, at that moment in time, it's my issue to go and fix what what I'm feeling like envious of her over or what I'm feeling jealous of her over, right? I can go and spend, uh, you know, $150, $200 in New York and get my nails done like that. That's great. You know, I could do them myself and I can just, you know, be the same. But it took for me to say, why, like, what is it? What are these things that are making you react this way? Why do you feel so envious of her nails? And it, for me, it did, it, it came down to the finances, you know, like, I'm annoyed that she can pay that much money and I have to pay so much more. And so, you know, it took a second for me to say like, it's not about your nails. It's just, you know, what is it that I'm freaking out about inside that brought this to my attention? I know it's such a weird example, but it just goes to show that our thoughts go in different directions and it really has nothing to do with that at all. You know, we were at dinner the other night with uh, Spencer's friends. Now Spencer's friend, he's an amazing woodworker and he makes these like amazing castle, like wood castles and different things. And you know, we only talk to him every once in a while. So he was coming out on uh, Monday night, I think it was, and Spencer was like, you know, we're gonna go grab dinner and just chit chat. Now we're sitting at dinner and we're going through some like lifestyle stuff. We're kind of updating him on, you know, what we've been up to and like, just like the, those that are in our lives, different play scenarios, some of Spencer's history, and all these different things. And I don't even know what we got on the, on the subject of, but we were talking about a specific couple, nothing bad or anything of the sorts, right? We were just sharing like general stuff. And Spencer added in there, oh, you know, and throughout the night, you know, this girl kisses me and blah, 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 blah. And I turned to him and I'm like, but you never told me that. Okay. So the gentleman took it as like, I was being jealous and insecure at that moment, but it wasn't about that. It was two separate things. It was the dynamic that we were talking about was probably a red flag scenario. So I was like, whoa, if somebody's like kissing up on you, like I totally need to know that that is like what's going on because for me, this is a red flag scenario. And then secondly, you know, it's a red flag scenario. So like, I wanna know. It wasn't a matter about the girl, you know, kissing him and I, I turned around and, and, you know, I had like a weird, I was kind of confused on like how, you know, like the guy called me out on like how I responded and stuff. And it took me some time to reprocess the conversation and think through my brain, like, 
what was he insinuating here? It, it wasn't a jealousy thing, but the way that I reacted can totally, you know, come across as that's what I was feeling and that's what I was doing. For those that, you know, are not within our tight community or know of the individuals that we're speaking of. And like I said, it's not anything negative. It's just these are the humans that have come into our lives from a play scenario that, you know, we analyze with. And there are some close friends of ours that participate through the lifestyle of Spencer's like far and few in between, right? These are his like boys that he's grown up with for forever, right? So he usually updates them on pretty much everything. Uh, in in his world but it took me a second to understand like why he was kind of and I wish I could go back and have the conversation with him and explain to him why because you know Spencer ended up turning around and being like well no it was only like one time and I told you about it and I was like oh I said well the way that you said it made it seem like it was you know many of times and so I was like reactive of like you know what's happening here and so the guy was like you didn't she didn't, you didn't say it that way. It was all in her own head. And again, I'm just like, oh, okay. So after I reprocessed the conversation, I was looking back on it. I was like, is it a jealousy thing? Is it not? And no, it wasn't a jealousy thing. It was, I need to know about these red flag scenarios. I've voiced it a million times. And, you know, reconfirm what you're trying to say. Because Spencer sometimes has you know, sometimes he kind of like exaggerates things. So I always have to go back and be like, well, what was it? Uh, when is it specifically? You know, I have to ask some very detailed things to understand where his mind really is segmented, uh, you know, because he has a very big, uh, a very big thought process a lot of times. So there was a few things that went on in that conversation that he did take it as I was being, you know, a jealous girlfriend. And I, and you know, and so I, I wish I had the opportunity, like I said, to go back and kind of have the discussion in full thought, but I really needed to take an inner, inner, like look and be like, what, why, why did I react that way, and why was that his interpretation, and you know, kind of sorted out from there. So, you know, I thought that was a good example. I don't know. Good morning, Wendy. Good morning, Jeremy. Good morning, Ryan. Ryan saying it was a boundaries thing. You know, it is that too, right? Because uh, I would have to agree with that. When you are talking about what we're supposed to be doing at a club. You know, when Spencer reminded me of like what the particular situation was that he was talking about, because that's what he ended up doing. He ended up defending what his point of view was. And I was like, oh yeah, I do know about that, but you made it seem like, right? And so yes, I would have to agree, it would be a boundaries thing. Cause like normally, you know, when we go into a night, we're both very aligned as to what's going on. It would be very shocking to me if, you know, later on in the night or like the next day or three days later, all of a sudden like something popped up and I'll be like, well, that's really unusual for you to say it to me now. Like I would expect for it to, you know, happen then. The only time I can actually say something strange, and it wasn't even strange, you know, it's just sometimes humans get a little bit more touchy-feely at the events and don't really realize boundaries. I mean, I'm constantly talking about my personal space. If you get Spencer to talk about his personal space, he freaks the fuck out because girls are really aggressive with him. They have no problem going up to him and just like grabbing his junk just out of nowhere. And it makes him feel so uncomfortable. He, he feels like violated sort of. So he kind of tries to keep his distance a ton also because it's really aggressive and it's not really okay, ladies, to do that. It does make him feel very uncomfortable. So if you happen to be one of them and you're listening to this, gently take it that please don't do that to him. Um, and so in one of these particular cases, this woman just like shoved, you know, her tongue down his throat or whatever, whatever, it wasn't maybe that aggressive, but something of that nature happened. He didn't tell me at the event itself, but when we had gotten back to the hotel room, he's like, I got to tell you like what, or we might've even been in the car, uh, going back to the thing. And he was like, I got to tell you like what happened here. And he was so far like stunned kind of that it even went down that I don't even think. He was like trying hard to, and he was just like blown away. So ladies, you know, men, guy, it don't matter who you are. We all really enjoy our personal space and ask if it's okay to come into, uh, you know, our boundaries and whatnot. But yes, I think that that's a really great call out there, uh, Ryan. So to get into some of the bullet points that the community had shared, because like I said, they all have shared such amazing points of views and I'm so thankful you know, I say this time and time again that I'm so thankful that so many of you contribute your thoughts and so raw 
and so organically um it's so wonderful to see such an uh, a large group of very vulnerable humans that are really willing to share you know everything to make one feel comfortable and so thank you for that so in this one of these lovely ladies from the group jen she had a really great perspective and this was the first comment and so i said you know what this is going to be a really great thread if this is how we're coming out of the gate so her thoughts really were i think many of us have gone through it you have to be ready or at least ready to try most things need to be experienced to know whether you like it or not and even then every experience is different People will have better bodies and different sizes, but you need some confidence. It isn't always easy sharing, but finding the right people in place can be critical. If you play but get jealous, then you need to reevaluate. If you want it but not share, it's not fun. It's supposed to be fun. Now, in this particular response, there are so many different things that we can pull apart to emphasize the importance. The one thing, and I know I'm like kind of migrating from my thought, but the one thing that was very consistent throughout all of the responses on the thread was uh, communication and like super honest understanding of our own selves. This is another reason why I'm really trying uh, the 75 day challenge with everybody. You know, self-confidence, routines, different things really help one's mindset uh you know if you're stuck in a routine if you're just feeling sluggish in life if you're not getting enough sleep if you're not hydrated there are so many different things in the most simplest forms that if you just tweak a little bit changes so much about ourselves which in, when that's happening you automatically gain self-confidence uh, you know, self-worth. There's a lot of different things that start happening internally when you really start emphasizing on the self-care. And so I thought that that was a really great segue with all these different conversations that we're having to really build out into this program and the importance of why we all really need to commit to doing this program together. And so that was kind of like the first intro into what, you know, I kind of thought. And so now many of us have gone through it most things need to be experienced to know whether or not you like it i absolutely think that that's true how do you know if it's going to bother you if you don't like it the one thing that i'll say though is you do have to try it to like it but at that particular moment you can't be so reactive and so upset right you have to go in with the open mind of saying you know what myself or my partner both of us went into this situation because we wanted to try it we wanted to try it because we're keeping our minds so very open. Now, if you're in the middle of a situation that you thought that you would really enjoy, but it turns out that you're really actually not enjoying it at all, it is okay to say no at that time. It is okay to say, you know what? I thought that this is what I wanted to do, but it's just not working out for me. I don't recommend proceeding you know, in that situation uh, and only because I feel like it will negatively impact you you know it was something that you wanted to try now it's not working out too well i'm going to suffer through it but you know what in the end there's going to be some mental consequences that you're going to be going through wouldn't you rather deal with the mental consequence of saying no at that moment in time than suffering all that backlash potentially god knows for how long uh you know of internalizing it or you know holding ourselves accountable for something that we shouldn't be probably just do it at the time uh, this isn't working for me so please don't but at least try it you know lady and i all the time so I, i've said it a few times in the kink world you know talking about rules boundaries what we like what we don't like lady constantly goes back to me you know if it's been a length of time or you know she's thinking about something new she always asks me you know is this something that you want to do is this something that you want to try now the blindfolding, the blindfolding is something that she likes. Initially, it's something that I tried and I'd say, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna do it for a few minutes and I can get into it. But then after that few minutes is over, I have to quickly take it off. I now recognize at this point in time, I don't want the blindfold at all. And that's gonna be a hard no. But I had to try it in a few different ways and a few different times for me personally to see whether or not I was actually going to uh, you know, enjoy the conversation or um, enjoy the playtime. I'm sorry. My thing just dinged. I don't even know what happened, but it dinged for some reason. So I had to turn down my, my thing. 
you know, going through the rules is super important because it keeps the communication tight. It keeps like, okay, you know what? We've gone through, you know, maybe this kind of play, that kind of play. It's kind of similar to this. Yeah, let's give it a whirl. Oh, you know what? I don't know. I have never even heard of this. Maybe we need to talk about it a little bit more. Maybe I need to get a little bit more in tune uh, with what happens, my own emotions. You know, there's a lot of different things. So it comes down to the communication. Are you still where you want to be? You know, where's the growth? Did you realign? You know, so after you have your first experience or you're trying this out or, you know, you're keeping your open-mindedness, the reconnectivity with your partner is going to be critical, right? What happened during the session? How did you feel during the session? You know, what do you want to happen after this is over? What are some of the things that you find that you really, really enjoy? And what were the reasons for it? I know that, like, probably that sounds really in-depth as a conversation, but there are not, there's nothing too in-depth for you to share or not share with your partner, right? In the lifestyle, if you are going to be exploring and you're trying to eliminate jealousy, all these insecurities, you know, all these different things. It's so important to keep realigning with your partner. And it's so important to make sure that they understand where you're at too and that they're on the same page. Maybe not necessarily they feel the same way, but at least they acknowledge your thoughts, your feelings, and where you're at. Um, I see a lot of people jumping on right now. So let's just go and say hello. Okay, so Paul says, good morning, Mizzy. I think it's human nature to let jealousy creep in from time to time. I sometimes wonder why we tend to believe sometimes that it's a trait worth protecting. So now if that is the interpretation that you're getting from my conversation, that's not really what I'm trying to portray. I do believe that sometimes it comes off as jealousy as being a negative characteristic. Maybe that's what you're referring to. Uh, maybe not specifically just me, but I do agree that the jealousy has a kind of like a, a not so great, you know, tone to it. But it's so important to understand. Like it's the foundation of what's going on from the jealousy standpoint. So absolutely 100%. I do believe that jealousy creeps in. But I also do believe that there is a primary foundational issue on why that jealousy is creeping in, right? I don't think that just like one day you just wake up and, you know, you're feeling, you know, insecure. It would be like, listen, you know, like this. If I go out like this every single day, having, you know, a low cut shirt on, you can see, you know, my, you know, top of my cleavage and like, I feel really great. And then Spencer comes out of the room and tells me to go put on some clothes because I'm too poor, you know, I'm not dressed, you know, enough. Like that would never be a scenario, but I'm just saying. But then we walk outside and he starts, you know, staring at other women that are doing that. Well, you know, I'm not jealous of those other women. I'm jealous of what he's doing there. But of course I'm going to be fucking aggravated at him for doing that, right? Because it's like, whoa, dude, why in the world is it okay for you to look at that female like that, but you're going to tell me something different? So in that correlation, uh, there's a very big difference to me as to why the jealousy is there, right? One would be like, oh, you're so insecure that he can't look at other women. No, fuck that. It has nothing to do with that. It's, you know, treat me as if you're treating those others so I don't have an insecurity. So I don't feel like I'm inferior inferior to, you know, those, you know, on the outside world that we come into, you know, connections with. Good morning, Shelly. Good morning. Oh, thank you for the stars. Can I just say that you and Lady were so hot Saturday night on the cross? Oh my God, okay. So I had no idea that really anybody was watching, truthfully. So we, we okay. Lady and I haven't done a scene on the cross in a very long time. I'll spill some beans. You know, listen, in our triad, sometimes things are really challenging and, you know, confusing and we try and figure things out. And, you know, sometimes like I'm in, sometimes I'm not, sometimes she's doing her thing. Sometimes we just need a, a pause on, you know, a sexual interaction. And so Saturday night, I was like, listen, her and I had just done two scenes together. I mean, I, I did partial scenes with her. So I was like, this is great. You know, the energy of the place was really great. Things were just flowing really nicely. And I happened to just see her walking through the club and I was like, oh, you know, how do you feel about doing a scene? And she was like, yeah, okay, we can do that. Now, she really wanted to put me down on the lay down cross, but no, 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 that was not going to happen. Again, like visibility and being able to see everybody is super important to me. So she put me up on the cross. Now I have to say, 
when she, when she gets me started, specifically, I'll tell you when it gets really, really aggressively hot is when she picks me up. So now picture this, right? So she, she always, always, always handcuffs my hands into the top of the cross, right? So those are the only things that are always bound. So there's like, as she's doing her thing at one point or another, she picks me up and she always like thrusts into me. So like I wrapped my legs around her and at that point in time, then it's all over from there because then I'm like, oh, now we're definitely getting into this. And, uh, and then we both have to kind of like pull ourselves apart because we can't possibly take it any further. One time she got so upset with me. We were at her, uh, dirty Disney party. It was at one of the hotels, uh, last year, I think it was. Yeah, it was last year, but I was at one of the hotels and we did this amazing scene on the cross. Legit, she got me just to the point where I was going to orgasm. And I was like, nope, we're done. We're done. I like refused to do it like right there at that spot. I was like, no fucking way. Nah, uh, uh, uh. Because normally we, in, in a public setting, like we've never gotten that far before. So generally we each like cut each other off well before the point of time where we're even going to be close to being like so hot and heavy uh so you know on saturday night she's like okay i'm walking away from this i'm done with this one and i was like oh my god that was fantastic yeah that was great <laughs> and then like i said like when i get to see her kiss like her bite marks and lipstick and everything like all over my body the next day i was like oh this is amazing <laughs> it was great uh so ryan says in that scenario spencer would be possessive of you of others seeing you the way that he is checking out these other females yes that is a very good point now would that actually turn out to be his own insecurity so that would be his insecurity bleeding off on me and that's also an unacceptable thing so Shelby says, that's what Kaz and I were watching was when she lifted you up. Oh, yeah. So you saw that, right? And then like, then like the danger zone happens because sometimes like we weeble wobble the, the cross and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a bit. But she's so good at like pulling it back together. And then that's when she knows that we need to, you know, pull it back down some because things get like, oh, it gets really wild. But yeah, I have to agree. Like absolutely delicious. Ugh. Um, yeah, so there's so many different things that we're talking about today. I love when the conversations just, you know, organically and naturally flow. These are like my favorite things. Um, and Spencer's probably kind of upset with me today because I had a chat with him on, on Tuesday after the recording because I was like, dude, uh, you know, do you think that you could stick to your timing in the morning? I'm not sure that the morning show wants to hear you blowing your nose in the shower or like the ice maker going like crazy, like... You know, I set up this schedule specifically to what his morning schedule was, and then he decided that he didn't want that to be his morning schedule anymore. Should not impact me. So he was like, oh, okay, sure. So this morning he did it, though. He got himself up and out of the house before 7.30. I'm very proud. So thank you for accomplishing the task. If you're watching this show, it does. I am really appreciative of that. So Jeremy, I know you're probably on here, and so we're going to read what your jealousy comment response was. Now remember, if you're just tuning into the show uh, live, we're talking about a community submitted question about being jealous in the lifestyle. It seems to me that her and her partner are relatively new in a relationship, and they're exploring the lifestyle together. And as they're exploring the lifestyle together, they, you know, her feelings are becoming a little bit wonky within the relationship she's getting a little bit jealous and she's not really sure you know how to handle it so we're just talking through community submitted questions and uh community submitted co comments and so jeremy says this is the absolute hardest lesson to traverse in the lifestyle there is not even a close second first off there's no magic solution website book podcast episode or anything of the sorts that will eliminate jealousy it takes constant, consistent, blunt, honest communication, as well as a level of introspection, introspection deeper, introspect, I don't even know how to say that word, deeper than you've thought possible. The reality is that it's a natural human emotion, neither good or bad. How we process it is what determines its effect on our mindset. Most get angry and defensive in the beginning. As time passes and you look at a million why questions about the emotion, you start to understand that the emotion itself is harmless and doesn't actually control you. You begin to look at your partner's experiences with compassion. 
their partners simply become an amazing opportunity for you to watch and or participate in an amazing sexy encounter. Either way, step one is and will always be communication on how you feel as direct as possible and accept that their partners are not competition, they are your partners in this game we call the lifestyle. Hope this helps, just my opinion. Please don't crucify me or if you disagree. Now, I don't really think that there's much to disagree on here, right? I think that he pretty much hit on every single bullet point that we talk about most of the time on the morning show. Um, you know, there is no magic solution. And he's right. There is no amount of podcasts or episodes that we can talk through that will, you know, make it go away. But what all this will do is give you the opportunity to think differently you know, see that others have experienced it also and have, you know, suggestions on, on what to do. Now, I do really like where he was saying that you really have to take a, you, as time passes, you ask a million questions about the emotion. And this is true, right? This is what I'm saying about the foundation of it. Why is that emotion popping up? Where is it stemming from that, you know, you have these things? If I were being very truthful on how I feel about this particular situation, I honestly, I would tell them, you know what, put a pause on doing anything in the lifestyle. Although I know that you both really enjoy, you know, the interactions, if you're a freshly new couple and you really honestly want to explore this lifestyle together and you really are going to be committed, you know, to one another, you know, put a pause on the lifestyle until you've built what the foundation of your actual relationship is as two humans that want to be together. You know, what does this look like before you bring in any extracurricular, you know, activities and things like that? Simply because, you know, as you're building your foundation, you're still learning about one another. Yes, granted, you're still learning about one another in the lifestyle, but like you're really learning about one another. Although Spencer and I came into all right, maybe when I came into the lifestyle, although, you know, I met him like right out of the gate, legit, there was so much going on that I had so much time to kind of just like observe. And so like, I don't even really say that I was in the lifestyle until like a year and a half after, uh, you know, I really started to meet, you know, after I met Spencer, simply because Yes, I was living the lifestyle and yes, I was part of it, but I was watching, I was learning him, I was trying to figure out our relationship, like how does this all fit together? Not that we weren't completely dabbling in certain things, but it was on a very limited basis and you know, so much time in between and different things like that that it gave me it gave me a moment to really kind of figure out what we were going to be as a couple together. And truthfully, because of that has really made me feel so much more comfortable about being in the lifestyle. It has eliminated all of, you know, my insecurities about him being with somebody else or seeing him with somebody else or like I don't even have any of those thoughts that go through my brain. Uh, number one, because if I don't want to be in a particular situation, I'm not going to be in it. So there's never going to be a point in time where I'm going to turn back, back around and, and be angry at him for something because it's my choice and the things that I do are, you know, on me. And so it's given me time to feel positive and confident in my thoughts. That's what I would recommend to those that are listening right now and that are new and that are suffering in this kind of way. Take a step back. Find your foundation. Figure out what it is together. And that's pretty much what, you know, most of these comments across the board said too. So Jeremy, I think that you're on point. Like a million questions, why and where did this come from? And have the courage and strength to say no or yes, this is what it is. And it is about having amazing experiences together. If you're not experiencing the lifestyle in such a positive way with your partner, that's another point in time to reevaluate too because this is supposed to be an extra benefit. It's supposed to be an extra bit of fun. It's supposed to be you know, just like those extra explosive moments that you talk about time and time again, you know, because you just, you know, you can't like forget the things that you experience together. Not these moments that you're fighting and you're arguing and, you know, you're leaving the club, not wanting to be with one another. Like, I can't even tell you how many times at the end of a Mindbender parties, and it's not even just Mindbender parties because we've been to so many uh, events across the way. 
who's fighting, who's arguing, where, why, why is one leaving the club without the other? You know, like you see so many different things. All those people, I just want to go up to and be like, you know what, just pause for a minute. You know, maybe go back to the room. Uh, you know, don't come to the event next time. You know, figure out why you're having these emotions. And it's, 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 it's crazy when I watch it all, truthfully. Um, okay, so Mike says, uh, his response into this jealousy thing well, actually, I'm not even going to say that one because it was, I'm not even sure what the answer was. So Matthew says, this is where introspective and conversations need to occur. The OP needs to figure out why they're getting jealous. And since it's a 100% personal reason, no one can really help other than saying, you need to look inside and figure it out yourself. Boom, another community member saying the same exact thing. So I would probably say after this is over and if you're listening to it, Go back, get a journal. Write out all the emotions that you're feeling. Where did they come from? And how are you gonna get to the end result? Start with you first, before you try and go to your partner with it. Write it all down, think it through, analyze it. Maybe you won't even need to talk to your partner afterwards. Maybe it is just a super internal thing. You know, I journal like a motherfucker every single day. And truthfully, it releases my thoughts so very much. Some days I probably am going to be scared if somebody reads my journal. Other days, well, who gives a fuck and too fucking bad because that's how I feel, you know? And at some point in time, you got to be able to release it. Listen, I say a whole lot on this show, but I certainly can't say it all, right? Uh, And in those private moments is how I really get to my end results. And not just personally, I journal a ton about business too. Like if you go through my journals, you'll see like a whole build of like all these different things. And it's just self self-growth and uh, such as an example leading into the 75 day challenge I do really believe that journaling and tracking is um, an important thing when you're trying to establish a new process when you're trying to just like regiment yourself because the constant you know writing it or marking it off it's constantly in your brain and so it's always in there right so I started in my journal yesterday morning it was like oh guess what i'm going to be doing now now the 75 day challenge starts in july but i'm starting it now because i want to be you know i want to be able to talk to it i want to be able to share and guide and expert you know share some of the things and and help you along well i can't do that if i'm doing it at the same time as you so yesterday was you know in my journal when i woke up i started to implement a few new things and i needed to like really find a balance for my own self i've been talking about it for a while So it was like, you know, no technology in the bedroom. You know, stop picking up your phone as soon as you wake up in the morning. Uh, You know, journal, make sure you journal, make sure you drink your water. And it was like all these different things. And so like, you know, I talked myself through it. And then I went and I created my journal and every single color pen that I fucking had, all of my checklists and I created, I'll show you the journal on, on Tuesday. But then I, and then I ordered like a gallon of water, a gallon water bottle so I can keep refilling my thing. You know, so it was like I went through, I picked through all the different things that I know about myself that I really want to fix. And I wrote them down in my journal. And then I'm like, all right, well, what am I going to do to fix it? So then I came up with my bullet points on what I was going to do to fix it on top of the, you know, pieces of, aside from the challenges that we're going to be doing together. But I held myself accountable today. And I went back and I said, I know we wrote this yesterday, but you know what, here I am today and this is what I did. I failed right here because I had a miserable night's sleep. One of the things that I am trying to do is not smoke in the middle of the night. I have the tendency to not sleep very well and like be up all the time. And so like if it's three o'clock in the morning and I honestly can't sleep, like I'll smoke a bowl and then I'll go right back to sleep and it kind of just like, but I, I want to stop doing that. Like, that can't be healthy. There's probably no reason to smoke a bowl in the middle of the night simply for the reason I can't shut my brain off. Like, why is it that I can't sleep? So it's like all these different factors. But I failed on that one last night. I, I woke up in the middle of the night. I was up for like two hours. I had to smoke. I did. And I got my weighted blanket. And then I, you know, I got back in bed. And after some time, I, I went back to sleep. But point being is, is the constant writing it out for me is super helpful. And I find that the more that I write out my emotions and the deep-rooted issues, it makes me like really understand and be able to articulate uh, things a little bit better. I am a little bit frustrated with Spencer this morning. And so instead of like, you know, jumping out of the gate and just spewing what I was frustrated with, I, you know, 
went through the morning we did what we did but I sent him a text message and I kind of like mapped out what my thoughts were and why I was feeling that way this way it's you know he has some time for him to process it and you know what if you want to get back to me and write it at your convenience that's totally fine uh, but know that we're going to talk about it later on tonight because you've had the opportunity to understand where my brain is at. You've had the moment to think about it. And you know what? When we're both level-headed and we're kind of be on the same page, well, then we'll rediscuss it. And, you know, we'll come to, like, you know, an understanding of why we're both equally frustrated or why it's just me or Tim or whatever the fucking circumstances are. The thing is, is figuring out how to communicate it appropriately for you to get an end result, right? You don't want to be in a jealous situation. And I'm saying that's not what... I'm upset with him about but you don't want to be in a jealous situation with your partner and start out like whoosh right out of the gate and just attack them because then what's going to happen it's just going to be turned it's going to turn very volatile right and it's going to be defensive from their side and it's going to probably not go well so taking a moment to like really think through I have found that it's really helpful my stepdad a really long time ago, like when I was younger, he always would say to me, like, if you can't figure out how to talk to somebody in person, write them a letter. He was so big on writing letters. I don't know where he learned to communicate that way, but generally speaking, if he was really upset with one of us, we'd get some sort of letter somewhere on our bed or like the counter. You know, he was really good at doing that with my mother. Every time he was upset with my mother, he'd leave her a note in the bathroom because she, he knew that that would be one place that she always had to go at one point in time or another in the day. And I was just like, okay, so I guess maybe I picked some of that up from him. I don't necessarily do that all the time, uh, but when it's something that's really, ugh, really killing my heart, I tend to do it that way because I don't want to, I don't want to be reactive uh, and I want to make sure that my emotion is going to get resolved and not be, you know, compiled with more aggravation because he's being way too defensive. You know what I mean? That's a lot for, for all this, but whatever. Okay. Let's see. I miss so much stuff here. I'm listening while I start work. Oh, Jeremy, that's perfect. So Wendy says agreed. Also, there has to be a level of compersion. Can somebody tell me what that word means? C-O-M-P-E-R-S-I-O-N. I've never heard that before. So somebody please educate me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And somebody, and it's like being repeated, you know, repeated so many times. So now I feel like really silly. Jeremy would say, I would add reassurance from your partner is an important part of working through the dark cloud of jealousy in the beginning. I agree with that 100%, right? Because you got to be able to relay your messages and you got to be able to relay your point of view, but also they need to be receptive to understanding it. Whether or not they agree with it does not matter. Whether, but they need to support you in that particular moment of you not, not whatever it fucking may be. I have no idea. Um, oh my god, the sunglasses. You're so funny. Holly sent me like these sunglasses and they're stars. I do have stars. That's so hysterical. Thank you so much, girl. I have it. So I changed my whole system. I don't see like my text messages anymore until like mid morning because I leave my phone uh, somewhere else. I'm glad to see you this morning because I know that you've been going to work like mad hours and stuff like that. Point being is I haven't sent you a good morning text message. I feel like it's Thursday already and I don't even know if we've spoken this week truthfully there's one more comment uh, that I really wanted to read when it comes down to the community responses and this is by a gentleman by the name starting with Z I don't want to say his whole name because it's such a unique thing you know it's so weird this has nothing to do with this I was watching something yesterday and it says that those that have really unique names are like less likely to be promoted uh, in the workforce. Don't you find that to be a little bit, oh, you know where I saw this? this? is the weirdest fucking thing. I don't know if anybody watches Bob's Burgers. I every, every now and then I do watch it because I think it's the funniest show. Those, those kids kill me. But at the end of it, during the credits, I missed a bunch of it, but they were spewing off a whole bunch of bullshit. And that's where I saw it. Uh, and then it said something about discrimination and racism. I was like, what the fuck is going on in this? Uh, I really wanted to see if I could find like the closings on YouTube to, to go back and... So in any, any event, <laughs> this gentleman says, jealousy comes from deep-rooted fear, probably from something that hurt you in your past. Every time you see him with another, you react to that fear and it manifests as jealousy. 
dig deep and find the fear. Work through it and clear it as best you can. One thought that has always helped me in the 20 years I've been doing this is that it's just recreational and they know where their home is. Instead of acting on the emotion, take a bit before you respond. I bet that feeling... I bet that your feelings of jealousy go away and you find you're always his number one. See, I love this. Um, I feel like it's definitely reiterated some of the things that we've discussed through the show already. But jealousy comes from a deep-rooted fear. Like, wow, how, how right, I would have to say. Sometimes we carry baggage with us, right? Sometimes we've been cheated on in our previous relationships. That leaves something in us, right? That leaves... A feeling of unworthiness or it, it leaves some sort of emotion with you that you carry with you for a very long time I probably would say forever um, you know my ex has cheated on me both like through social media and you know physically like all different kinds of ways and I would always think to myself like why what is it what is it that I'm doing what am I not doing what is it right and so you always have these questions now, is it fair for me to take those insecurities into my new relationship that now when I'm trying to be, you know, in the lifestyle every single time, you know, Spencer wants to play with somebody or be in, you know, contact with somebody, I automatically bring those feelings up and say, oh, wait a minute, I feel, I start to feel a little bit wonky because I have not come to closure with what happened previously. That's what I would associate this with. That's what I would think that this comment really goes to. And I... I've heard so many females talk about this so many times that they have like these little insecurity things that pop up because of situations such as that, which makes them feel a little bit more insecure about opening up within the lifestyle. But that's only one, only you can fix that, right? That isn't anything that you and your partner can really, you know, do together. Yeah, of course. They could tell you until you know the sun comes out that you're worthy, that you're valuable, that you are my number one, and that there isn't. And this is just fun. You know, they can speak all the words that you want, but they're just words, right? It's up to you to dig deep to find out whether or not you're going to be able to accept that that's what they're saying to you as you know, and and move forward. You know, I I pull my oracle cards every day. They're they're very similar to tarot cards, right? And as of lately, I've been really asking some like deep rooted questions now normally I don't do that normally I just pull my cards and I let the reading take me where it does right but over the last couple of days there are some things I've been trying to sort out and the one card that keeps coming up for me all the time is the trust card and trust means that you just need to open up yourself and know that what's supposed to be will be and it's a very difficult emotion to just feel so open-minded and just let the outcome come that you get all like kind of jammed up in your brain, right? And so for me, every single time I get that card, it's telling me, you know what? Release all that that I'm holding on to, all that stuff that I'm kind of trying to control. And I would say the same thing in this scenario too. You have to trust that those words and that your new foundation and everything that it is that you're building together is going to be what it's going to be. You don't have, you know, a manual that says, you know what, in 25 years, Mizzy and Spencer are going to be married and, you know, they're going to be living upstate. And, you know, nobody has that. So you do have to be so open, you know, and just accept that the vibes of the world are what it's going to be for you. And so, you know, to eliminate all that negativity and all those insecurities and all those things that make us feel these not so great emotions um well it's self-growth and it's internalized and this is the moment uh that we all need to recognize and start thinking about what all those things are internally to help us grow to get to the next step because it's not just about jealousy there's so many different things within our world and within the lifestyle you know every day that we all kind of navigate through so that's my homework to you my homework to you is to start thinking about what these core things are of your own self that you want to work through. Is it jealousy? Is it body confidence? Is it, you know, self-confidence? It doesn't even have to be body confidence. Sometimes our mind is very different than body confidence. Uh, are they one and the same at the end of the day? They probably will migrate there. But sometimes we need a little bit more, you know, backing in the mental support before we can get to, you know, a body support type thing. You know, 
think about all these things. Start writing them down because I am going to challenge you in the beginning of July to start tackling them. At the end of the day, it seems as if self-growth, internalized thoughts really are the main outcome of this particular podcast along with communication. You know, once you get to that point that you really understand why you're feeling jealous or whatever that feeling is, you know, have the conversation with your partner. Even if you've resolved it, it's okay to sit there and be like, you know what, I was struggling with this for a little while. Uh, These are some of the things that I was thinking and this is how I got to my end result, but I'm feeling really great about it. And then also maybe going forward, maybe they'll check in with you, you know, time and time again on how you're doing, how you're feeling, who knows? But communication is gonna be critical. Let me go and check the comments quick. So Lacey says, it's really a giant pet peeve of mine how females think it's okay uh, for them to touch touch both men or women, but get offended when men do it. I don't think it's okay for anyone to touch in that way, anyone without asking regardless of sex. Yes, oh my gosh, so I'm so happy that you put that down there. It is really unacceptable for anybody to be touched uh, without being you know, asked. And I'm a huge advocate of, you know, ask, don't go into my personal space. I don't care if we fucked before, you still need to ask. I don't care if we kiss every single time, uh, you still need to ask. You know, these are all really important notations that we need to kind of live by within you know the lifestyle these are the unspoken spoken rules of just like a normal person you don't even have to be in the lifestyle right i mean come on and that bothers me right you go to a club and people just think that like what is it it's not just one sex fucking pot that you just go in and you just like you know pull whoever you're pulling out of that it's not like that you know and if that is what your expectation is uh coming into an event i highly suggest that you really listen to different podcasts or educate yourself before coming in because it's unacceptable you can't do that no fucking way all right everyone this this podcast really went so so wonky and and wacky but i I can't hate it it's probably because i hardly didn't sleep last night and i was like trying to get with the new routine this morning of getting Spencer out the door. But I really appreciate all of you contributing and I really appreciate the thoughts from the group because without that, it would make these podcasts impossible. Uh, So for that, I'm going to send this on to the human that requested it. If she wasn't already watching, I'm gonna have to go back and look. Uh, And if you have anything that you want me to bring up to the community, talk about, discuss, Whatever it may be, you just reach out to me at MizzyBender at Outlook.com or send me an IM. It is going to take me a lot longer to get back to you on IM than it would on email. Just going to be transparent with you. Uh, And make sure you go and enter Mizzy's Madness giveaway for this month that ends June 30th, MizzyBender.com. You're going to get a lovely gift bag full of goodies from Mizzy's Boutique, Naughty Indulgence, One Condoms, SDC, and Spunk Lube. Uh, It will be a fun little gift bag valued at $50 or more, depending on how it kind of all works out because I started pulling everything yesterday. There were some things I wanted to add into it as just like a fun little thing. So it's going to be a little bit more than $50, just so you know. And I was really considering showing you, but I really honestly want to keep it as a surprise. So whoever is going to be the winner, you're going to have to take a picture and like submit it to us so we can uh, launch it out. But for the giveaway for the 75 day challenge, I will put together the basket for you to see that just because I think it would be a really great motivational uh, uh, tool to help you know get you through the program if you really want to win that. So I guess that's pretty much it for today. If anybody has, let me just see if there's any last things because I always have the tendency to shut it off without. Okay, so Matthew says, thanks again for a wonderful cast, Mizzy. I always enjoy listening to you talk with us. And Ryan says, thank you. I appreciate your shows. Guys, thank you so much for the warm wishes as we sign off today. Tune back in on Tuesday. Until next time, I'll talk to you super soon. Kisses. Ah!